0: turn live and you know it's the truth every after show moving down this is time to move around Uh, no gimmicks podcast is going down every night every time in the ring this is the time for no gimmicks no we doing our thing what's the state of mind state mind. moving down a statement when we take the line this is exactly wrestling the state design when you see stone cold like me, we're yeah. the in the world, exactly man what we bring. Every night we move like Rock Lesnar, the F5, no gimmick, we take you to your limit, what's the feeling? Uh, when we live in the air, you know we are on, this the time, every day we, we move, you know how we respond, the state is mine, the state is when we feel it, moving down, what's the
1: feeling? No the- yo, 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 what is up? Welcome back to episode 60 of the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. We got a good show planned out for you guys tonight. I know you've seen it. We got to talk about it. The elephant is in the room. We will address it. Before we do that, let's jump into the sponsor. Shout out to Khan's Custom Creations. Go to Khan's Custom Creations by looking on Facebook and IG. She makes quality custom items that won't break your bank. Also, if you're listening to the sound of our voices, join us on the DFPN, patreon.com slash that podcast. And also subscribe to the bandcamp, that My co-host D the Chosen One is with me tonight. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Sir, how about yourself? I am doing wonderful. We have a we have a good show. Before we address the elephant in the room, I want to I wanna bring up something that happened also before we go down this road because this will be the show pretty much. Uh, Dave Filoni received a promotion recently. He is going to be the head of creative over at Lucasfilm uh, for Disney Plus, working on their stuff. How do you feel about it?
2: I actually think it's a pretty good move. I think that... Um... Dave Filoni basically was the apprentice of George Lucas. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there is going to get as close to George's vision of what Star Wars is, it's going to be Dave Filoni. And I know people, some people out there like Filoni, some people don't like him. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, this is for the betterment of Star Wars, the betterment for a Lucasfilm. And the other move would be to get Kathleen Candy out of there. That, that would be the, the next big move and this yes. happens but just to, just for the fact that dave filoni is now uh in charge of all creative projects moving forward for star wars i think this is great because you're gonna see a lot more continuity with a lot of different shows he's gonna put this whole thing together because the thing that people don't get about filoni is that filoni has stated that he that that they will bring him in in the middle or the tail end of a project that is already started. Now yep. Filoni will be at the beginning. So that includes the movies. He'll be at yep. the beginning of the movies to make sure that everything is right. And I think if, if people can say what they want, but I'm going to tell you one thing that, that Dave Filoni has done, which is, I think, gets overlooked, is this guy has really told the redemption story that is Anakin Skywalker. What he has done with Anakin Skywalker and, and yep. Hayden Christensen coming back yep. in the fold here. I think Hayden actually, it was great to see Hayden back in Obi Wan Kenobi, but to see Hayden come back and really, we didn't really see that much of Anakin Skywalker in Obi Wan Kenobi show. It was all about, right. That. But right. to see him come back and to be. Uh, Anakin Skywalker in Ahsoka to do that Shadow Warrior episode, which I thought episode five Shadow Warrior was the best episode bar none of Ahsoka, the live action Clone Wars. Yep. Which is something You could have went
1: can, to the movies for that.
2: You could have. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. I'm glad you bring that up. It would have been so interesting if instead of doing these shows, it would have just been a movie for Disney Plus, a Disney Plus movie,
1: Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah.
2: Or a Disney Plus movie, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Instead of stretching it out, just one one movie, you yeah. know what I mean. But other than that, dude, I, I think it, it's going to be very telling. And then we have um, this was posted in the United States Department of Nerds Group on Facebook. Don't forget their podcast, too, part of DFPN. Shout out. Um, posted that they're going to be. Uh, it's going to be a big year, 2024 for Star Wars. You got tells the Jedi season two coming. Love that. Love that. We're just watching that uh, season one every day. You yeah. got and- Andor season two is coming. You got the uh, Acolyte show that's coming. You got the Skeleton Crew. You got the final season of the Bad Batch. Um, also, you know, we're going to probably end up seeing Ahsoka season two if they're not just going to go full with the movie. So it's a lot of big things happening for Star Wars. And I think I honestly think Sky sky's the it. I really do. I think Filoni being in charge here is going to be a lot of good things and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do at Lucasfilm.
1: I I'm gonna agree with you there um he did some some wonderful things storytelling wise for for the Star Wars universe um during his run so far so I I am kind of excited to see him as the number two guy like you I would like to see Kathleen Kennedy gone I wish he would be the number one but that's one less hurdle that he has to jump through to tell the story so I am I'm very excited for him to, to be the head of creative um like you with the Ahsoka series he really changed my mind with the stuff that he was able to do and the story he was able to tell with Ahsoka and tie in that that Hayden Christensen uh appearance and tell that story between her and Anakin because that is a very big part of of the Star Wars universe as a whole. Um, and I, I would like to see them go down the path. Of telling like some of those mainline character stories uh, and get more of those stories out, because I think those are important to tell and you can branch off from there. But as long as that story stays down the main line, I I think he's the guy to do it. I think that uh, being tapped by Lucas himself is very big. Um, and I, I look forward to see what he has, what he has coming down the pipeline. So yeah, 2024 is going to be a very big year for them, a very telling year for them. And hopefully, hopefully <laughs> this will lead to him being the actual head of Lucasfilm. And yeah. Because, Kathleen Kennedy out
2: of it. you know, it's funny because George Lucas also picked Kathleen Kennedy. Exactly. But, <laughs> but in saying, in saying that, I think he thought he could trust Kathleen. Right. And. It found out that, you know, he couldn't. And I also just want to say, too, when it comes down to it, because Dave Filoni actually did an interview where he was kind of marking out himself. He says to see, you know, Hayden on there with young Ahsoka and to see basically the live-action Clone Wars come to life. That was
1: a big deal.
2: Yeah, that was... The, I mean, he's up here geeking out about it because, like, you know, you, we they created this character, him and George Lucas created this Ahsoka character back in 2005. So it was basically... After the Revenge of the Sith movie, and then they bring this character, and it's it was said that Hayden actually watched uh, the Clone Wars to actually get to see the relationship between Ahsoka and Anakin, and he pulled it off perfectly,
1: flawlessly,
2: flawlessly. And and I was you know I was just saying every day I was like you know you know what would be cool is if and it can't happen because she she wasn't a Jedi she wasn't a Force ghost, but it would have been so cool if we actually could see kind of like a reunion on a screen. With Anakin and Padme.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah,
2: like that. That'd that be would be. Awesome. That'd be kind of cool. Just like I want to see uh a, a reunion of sorts if they go down. And I'm, I'm, we're, we're, and we'll get to to see part. But I gotta say this. So one of the things I would do if I was working creative, right? And I know it's kind of like fan servicey but I think people would get a kick out of this. Is I would love to see when they do the uh, the movie. And you have the throng with the new, the basically the reformed uh, empire, and you know, you know, Luke Skywalker is out there, and you know, uh, Leia is out there. They're all alive in the timeline. I would love to have uh, Luke Skywalker and Leia wondering like, how do we, are we going to overcome this? And Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker appears to them as a Force ghost to give them some kind of. Um, advice advice and, yeah. and all that stuff are in and to see obi-wan as a forest ghost and yoda as a forest ghost talk talk to them to give them strength and all that i think that would be so cool to see hayden and mark Hamill on the same screen at the same time of course we carry fishers no longer with us but right we could do something with that right
1: that would be that would be, cool. be pretty cool honestly yeah. it would be cool it would yeah. be so yeah there you got you got enough wiggle room to make that happen too,
2: oh, yeah, oh yeah so I'm looking forward to it, man. I think this is gonna be a it's a great move for star wars and hopefully hopefully this will 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 reinvigorate the the fan base and 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 get people back into to star wars there's a, there's a lot of stories I, to be told
1: ahsoka did a very good job of pulling people back in i I give them that, especially with what they were able to do with Anakin. Just the prospect of knowing like Anakin was coming. The show itself was like, if we don't get Anakin Skywalker, this shit sucks. And they yeah. were able to pull it off. So,
2: and there's so I, much. To, there's so many other stories to tell. I'm going to tell you. Right. Off, but there's so many other stories I can tell. Like, like people have been wanting and Obi Wan Kenobi season two. And they're right. like, what do we go with this? There's lots of listen. Vader did a lot more stuff after his initial when he when he. Gave up on Obi-Wan after Palpatine punked him. He gave up on Obi-Wan. Vader was out there doing a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, and You could tell was. those
2: stories. You could tell Obi-Wan and his stories of, of him still being on Tatooine and, and basically still watching over Luke Skywalker and You see Obi-Wan get, oh, we want to see Obi-Wan get to the Alec Guinness. Um, right. Ash, you know what I'm saying? Right. So there's lots of stories to be told there. And I think with feloni if feloni says, okay, listen, we're going to go, into this and we're going to go um we're, we're going to go into this whole situation with uh um, with 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 obi-wan and, and and vader and what's leading into a you know a new hope but also i want to say this too so with andor season two we already know where andor season two is going it's going into road one that's where yep. this story is going so yep. i don't think that we have seen the last of Hayden Christians in, in, star Wars. I mean, there's speculation that he was done. I, I don't think so. No, I, 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 I think, think we're, it's
1: positive. We're seeing, we're getting cause, Cause
2: people were breaking up like, Oh, you know, he's getting a lot older now. Like, okay. You get brought, get, when, when Sebastian Shaw was unmasked and, uh, you know, return of the Jedi, he was an older guy. Vader was old when he was killed. So, you know, Hayden' Hayden's like 42 now or something like that. So yeah, you know, he, he can he can still so, he can still so pull it off. And he also can do it as Vader. Don't forget that. Yes. Hayden is Hayden is Vader and Anakin Skywalker. So yep. there's still lots to, to be done. There's lots of money to be made. And I think Dave Filoni knows this.
1: He I, I would agree with you. He has yeah. to know this. Absolutely. If we're thinking about it, he's probably thought about it and put it to paper. So Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. But let's get into let's get into the meat and potatoes, man. Oh, yeah. uh, we had we had some big shit happen over the over the weekend. Yep. Um, and then last night, I mean not last night Monday night, we had some some other stuff happen. But CM Punk finally made his presence known. He he is back home in the WWF, uh, not WWF WWE. He is back where AAA says he belongs. And he shook up the wrestling world once again. One thing about a man, he can get people talking. So <laughs> let's start, let's start with Chicago. Yeah. Show looks like it's going off the air. Well, well done, by the way. Well done. Show looks like it's gonna go off the air. Looks like we're not gonna get CM Punk. And then all of a sudden the music hits. Cult of personality comes on, he walks out. Crowd goes apeshit. That that is a moment. It's a it's a moment. I don't want to say this is bigger than his return, but it's up there. It's it's up there.
2: So the telltale signs of CM Punk returning was something that actually happened the day before, and it was hmm. um, Living Color released a remastered edition of Cult of Personality. Yep. and speculation was already running wild. Oh, that must be the song Punk's going to use when he returns, right? That's the song Punk is using. He's using the remastered <laughs> version of Cult of Personality. So that's the first tell. Right. The uh, other one was how they looked like they were going off the air. They And they've done this before. They did this with uh, DIY when DIY broke up. Yep. And um, Ciampa attacked Gargano on the stage. And they look like they were going off the air. So WWE is, is don't do that. That's classic. Um, so I found out about the return. I was not watching Survivor Series, but I found out about the return by being a part of the No Gimmicks fan group mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I saw um, Jessica was posting about Survivor Series, and and I was reading the comments, and then and Jeff, you know, says I, I liked everything except the Punk entrance. And I'm like, Huh, so he came back. <laughs> so then I went to Survivor Series And Peacock still had it You know, whatever and Because uh, it just ended So they're like, oh, this video is not available right now I rewound it And went all the way back to the end of the cage match The war games And then I saw mm-hmm. Punk come out And I'm like, okay They they finally pulled a trigger Which we have been saying here on No Gimmicks yep. If you don't do it in Chicago at Survivor Series It's not going to happen It's not going to happen And the fact that Triple H uh, Said the line this is where he belongs anyway. Yep. This is where he belongs. Shows you that this is a WWE guy. This is a, this is our guy. That's an endorsement. From oh, yeah. AAA.
1: By all means. By all. That's a big
2: endorsement. This is where he belongs. Like, we wanted him anyways. And, and kind of like, we regret that this shit happened the way it did. Ten years goes by. I'm a different person. He's a different person. If you haven't changed in ten years, then you messed up.
1: And that was that was something big that he actually said in that press yeah. conference. Yeah. That
2: so was he, big. So so basically what it what it comes down to me is is that the those at WWE did not believe all the stories that they were hearing over at AEW because if had they believed it then they would not have dealt with CM Punk. That's yeah. that's the bottom yeah. line. They would not have even risked doing business with CM Punk if they believed that this is what it was. Right. So I think a lot of it was over exaggerated. I think a lot of it was people trying to provoke CM Punk. I think a lot of it was honestly jealousy. That's why I think I
1: don't, I don't, I'm not going to speculate on that, especially because he's not there anymore. But I will say, I will say for WWE to do business with him speaks volumes. It's a loud statement that they would even go down that road considering what Punk went through at AEW. Considering how CM
2: Punk left WWE.
1: Exactly. And,
2: and the Colt the the Colt Commander podcast and everything that he said. So right. for the fact that he was able to come back and and be motivated, it, it CM Punk looked really good. CM Punk looked better than when he did his AEW debut.
1: Yeah, he did. He that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, God yeah. damn, he, he went straight to the gym. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, he uh, yeah, he's like they
1: fun. fired him, he went straight to the gym. Like, yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, he beefed up, and and yeah. Punk was saying the telltale signs, you know, oh, my schedule's going to be changing in a couple of months. He had been saying this, but he had been not revealing it, and they had been talking, and a lot of it, like Triple H said, was speculation until it wasn't, and they got down to doing business. Right. So I think that, you know, Triple, listen, Triple H is, is is a guy who was able to bridge the gap between Vincent and Bruno. He did it with Vincent and Warrior. He did it with uh, uh, now with Punk. Uh, Triple H is just that guy. Goldberg,
1: and, and he did with Goldberg? Old Goldberg. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. Like
1: the man, the man is phenomenal at rebuilding relationships. He really fact, is. Yeah.
2: Cuz he because he basically what he says is if the WWE universe wants
1: it, he'll you know, make it happen. We're gonna and make it, we're gonna you got to give you got to give him his props on that. Cuz yeah. for for all the stuff that he's been able to do, he's done it for the WWE universe. Like I got to give him props for that shit, man. Like
2: he is a guy. I, I will say this about Triple H. He is a guy. I think that probably in his own personal life changed a lot um, because you heard you heard the stories about how he was, how he used to be, was just basically a prick. And yeah, that,
1: well, he used to run it, with Shawn Michaels,
2: bro. Oh yeah, but you know, being a prick and an asshole, and he would go out of his way to avoid fans. And, and just wasn't really that personable of a guy, but. I think hearing the story of how he almost died and that all change that, that changed him. Yeah. You know, he, he that, 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 that changed him. So he's a much more, I will say, softer guy now. You know what I mean? He don't, that's, that's kind of maybe I'm, cause I don't know Paul the I, I, Never met him, but
1: I would I would say I don't think it's softer. It's just his outlook might have changed. It's like I would it, say man. the wall. I would say the
2: wall is down. Yeah, the like fuck
1: it. Up. why hold a grudge? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's
2: his defenses are, yeah. are are down now because your your spot is solidified, man. Yeah. You're, oh yeah, you're, you're the too. guy. You don't have to play politics anymore. Right. You're the guy. You know he he played politics for so long. Right. He's a master because he was active. But now we have a whole of different generation of people.
1: Yeah, up. I'm not. I'm not getting there. I'm not getting in the ring anymore. Uh, I'm. I'm behind the scenes. I don't have to be cutthroat. I can. I can. I can let you shine. Which this deal in itself, the fact that he w- he was able to pull this shit off with CM Punk, and you know the heat they had with each other, right? Like to the point the shit played out on TV. Yes, like. They had real heat with each other. For him to, to put that aside and get this deal done and bring CM Punk back, it it's it's mind blowing in a way that he's the guy that did that shit.
2: Well, it's it, it's no different than him basically um him and him and Scott Sider. Right. Up. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, and another thing too, like I don't really hear Bret Hart saying that much anymore about Triple H used to have a huge garage. You don't. Because yeah. he on was that.
1: one of the ones in the in the screw job.
2: Yeah. I think he thought that. I think I. You know. I think he thought Hunter was a mastermind. Of yeah. That shit. I think yeah. that's what he thought. But look, that was that was ninety seven. We're we're in twenty twenty. Long
1: time ago. Yeah. So I, ago. I think it's the upswing
2: now. I and I also think too with, with CM Punk is that he did show up when he returned to AEW, he showed up in Chicago when WWE was there, he was asked to leave. And that, that call was made by Vince McMahon for him to leave. But he was able, the brief time he was there, he was able to go talk to The Miz, quit the air with The Miz, and he was able to talk to Hunter for a few minutes. And I think that's what Hunter said, okay, this guy has changed. He's look, changed. Let's yep. let's sit back and look at what's going on here.
1: I think they both needed to see that each other had changed. I think, yeah. I think that was the meeting.
2: And I think that in all intents and purposes, and I I strongly believe this, I think Punk's whole reason for coming back to wrestling to begin with was to show WWE that he can still do it. And I think that's what it was. I, think I believe he so. Wanted, I think he, the entire time, I think he wanted to be back in WWE. He knew someday that's where you want to be. That's where you want to go. He has. That's business. where the
1: money is.
2: He wants business. Well, you know, the money is that you can make money in AEW too. But
1: You can, but... The, the, the his the
2: stage his, is like bigger. this. It's like this. WCW beat WWE for 83 weeks in a row. The NWO was highest angle. But they were never bigger than WWF. WWF right. was always the big company. Right. So that's kind right. of what AEW is right now to me. AEW, you can make, go on there, you can make money, but you'll get the bigger exposure in WWE. Right, right. That's right. how it goes. So right. I think initially Punk was motivated to be at AEW. Then his motivation went sour because of the I think he saw what he was doing with. And you look at I WWE, believe that too. You look at WWE and and, and Seth Rollins out there uh, acting the way he was. I'm like, do you, and I'm thinking to myself, it, it, this is such good shit because yeah, it's do a you part. really honestly think that this guy is <laughs> going to be out there acting like that and nobody knows about? Him? Yes, they know about it. Everybody in that damn match probably knew that CM Punk was going to come out there.
1: That's why. Well, no, late. so so according according to Triple H, very few people, nobody in that ring at that time knew that he was gonna show up. Michael Cole know. knew he was gonna show up. Yeah, and maybe, know. maybe, who was on commentary with him? Miss Corey Griggs. I think those two knew, but according to Triple H, nobody in the ring knew that he was gonna show up. Which know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm inclined not to believe that because yeah. the way Seth Rollins was acting, I think at least Seth knew. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't believe that. And maybe Cody too. Cause you're not going to tell you're not everybody. Everybody was guys. too calm, bro. Like yeah. they were all too nobody calm.
2: and nobody was leaving even right. the heels. Right. Nobody was leaving. So why are you, why are you sitting there? First of all, why is the cameraman getting in position at the ramp? Because something's about to happen. Yeah, The cameraman was standing there waiting for something. Nobody was leaving. This was all set up the way it was because they wanted to put the realness into it. Everything on that damn show is scripted. Nothing. It's all a story they're being told. Seth Rollins has a beef with Punk. What's going to be the match? Seth Rollins is like, shit, we're going to do some serious business here. Because the internet already thinks that we don't like each other. So let's push that fucking narrative. It's, yeah, it's, it's like simple, the people.
1: money, as soon as he walked out, the dollar signs went up exponentially.
2: And now <laughs> I'm making the prediction here that I believe night one or night two, CM Punk is the main event in WrestleMania.
1: So check this out. <laughs> so check this out. As soon as he walked out, you know where my head went? There's Darth Maul. Yeah. There's Darth Maul. He's here. I'm willing to bet you will probably see a program with Randy Orton and CM Punk.
2: I'm willing to bet you're going to see a program with Roman Reigns in CM Punk in which Paul Heyman turns on Roman Reigns and rejoins CM Punk.
1: mmm that's that, that that my mind went there too. That's the only way you're
2: gonna turn Roman Reigns babyface and and turn to a CM Punk.
1: Now you have options. You, you have a lot, lot of options. You have options. He now. mentioned it on Monday. A wise man once told him, "What do you think he was yeah. talking about?" Yeah, I thought he was talking about Vince. Honestly,
2: I no, don't He's talking about Paul Heyman. No, a wise man. That's what they call Paul Heyman. The wise man.
1: They call him the wise man. Yes, they do yeah they have options and this may this Cody may screw Hill Cody. yeah this may this may screw Cody but this also may turn Cody Hill.
2: yes and you can see Cody turn heel on Punk. yeah it's, it's uh, this is gonna happen they're gonna be uh, it, it's,
1: somebody's turning somebody's turning and if because you have an you have way here. too much baby face power right now way and right too now. Much. Right now, you're leading towards uh, Randy
2: Orton feuding with Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, because they set that up Monday.
2: Yep. And him and Jay are at peace now; they're cool. He
1: says, as long as "So have here, the line, here, have here's here." Sorry to cut you off. Here's yeah, where yeah. here's where my brain went. So Monday, Randy Orton cuts this promo, and I know we talked about the Star Wars narrative right. and finishing the story. I know we talked about that. My brain went, okay, maybe Cody, because Cody, they haven't mentioned the bloodline in a while. Maybe Cody and Randy go after the bloodline, right? Maybe Paul Heyman gets in Cody's ear and we get a turn that way. Also, we still have the Seth Punk thing to deal with. I don't know if they can drag that out to WrestleMania though. That's my only issue. Maybe they don't mess around with each other until rumble time. And then they build that up to WrestleMania. But my brain tells me that Randy Orton is going to drag Cody, Cody into the bloodline feud. And then Cody's going to turn.
2: See, the only problem with that narrative is this. So, if they were going to do that, um, you would have to have uh, an event before the Royal Rumble, which they don't have any for the rest of the year. There are no POVs. Yeah, that's
1: Royal true, Rumble. too.
2: So, that would have been...
1: What's the Elimination rivalry? chamber?
2: Uh, February. Okay. So, you don't... We, we don't have that um, right now. Um, you, could, you could do... You could do Roman. See, here's the problem with this, right? So you take, let's take CM Punk out of the equation. Yeah. You you have Cody and Roman, which, okay, let's finish the story. So mm-hmm. if you finish the story with Cody and Roman, you got to find Randy Orton something to do for WrestleMania. This is true. Now you have CM Punk back in the mold, in the fold. So now what do you do? Because you're not gonna use Punk versus uh Orton. That doesn't make any sense. Seth Robbins and CM Punk makes perfect makes
1: sense. Makes more sense, yes. Right.
2: But then you can have you can have Randy, Orton, and Cody in the Royal Rumble match.
1: Or you can have Randy turn on Jay.
2: But see, I don't see that happening because they're gonna go for the they're gonna start pushing the Jay versus Jimmy match for WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, that's true too.
2: You could do Roman versus Roman versus Randy.
1: Fucked up a lot of shit, bro. (laughs) God.
2: Well, they both they came at they both came at the same time. Randy. That's
1: uh, yeah, 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 but Randy makes a lot more sense in the equation than Pong does. But Randy makes a lot more
2: sense. Randy makes more sense in the uh, in in the Roman Reigns scenario. Yeah, he does. Rollins, which is a whole different. Title CM Punk makes perfect sense. It makes perfect Austin sense. Was acting so right. Let's say WrestleMania night one, CM Punk hot headlines versus um Seth Rollins. Then you also have on the same show, Jey Uso versus Jimmy Uso. But then you say, okay, what does Solo do? Solo versus Randy Orton.
1: Is that a strong match
2: though? It's it could be because Solo just beat John Cena. Now, Randy Orton used to be the legend killer. Now I, solo ooh, I like killed that the legend I like no that. Randy Orton. So you put Randy I like Orton it. solo at WrestleMania Night 2. You WrestleMania sold night, me. WrestleMania Night 2
1: main event. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. You, you sold me. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. And then you can have Cody versus Roman Cody versus
2: Roman, WrestleMania, um main event. Cody um either Cody finishes the story. Or he doesn't finish the story. But either way it goes, Cody's turning heel. By the summer, I am, Cody is going to be heel by the summer.
1: I wholeheartedly agree with that.
2: we I see don't see him leaving cold.
1: WrestleMania. I don't see him leaving WrestleMania babyface. I don't.
2: No, I think what's going to end up happening is that you're going to see the turn. And then yeah. you're going to see him be confronted by Randy Orton. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like this, you know, what are you doing? And yep. Cody turns on him. Master, yep. The Apprentice turns on the Master. Leading into SummerSlam. Right, he's, got know, that, he's got the belt. He's at the belt. Now managed by the wise man Yep. versus Randy Orton. The,
1: I would agree with that. He basically
2: just dumped Roman Reigns. Well, why is he dumped? Because I'm tired of Roman Reigns. That's the wise man. I'm sick of Roman Reigns. I'm the one helping
1: him. You have so many reasons to leave Roman Reigns.
2: And then on top of that, check this out. Check this scenario out that I'm, I'm cooking up here. So you ask yourself, well, where does Solo fit into this? Solo is going to turn and side with Cody. Because Solo is loyal to the wise man, not to Roman Reigns. Yep. So you don't have the bloodline anymore. Basically, you have the Empire. Hmm. And and basically, who's who's Palpatine? Palpatine's Paul Heyman, pulling all the That's strings. Yes. Paul Heyman wants a new apprentice. Got him. Tired of Roman Reigns. He's I'm tired of Roman. I want a new apprentice. Roman Reigns right now is basically Count Dooku. Yep. So I want a new, you know, he's that's, that's Tyrannus. I want a new apprentice. Who do I got my own? I got my own Cody Rose, the, the the chosen one. The son of a plumber.
1: Makes sense. So makes a hell of a lot of sense if you ask me.
2: Yeah. So hey, that's just that's what we do here with No Gimmicks. We, we 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 put angles out there that we're never going to get paid for.
1: <laughs> but if it happens, y'all owe us. Exactly. Seriously,
2: if it happens, just contact us and we'll be happy to be on the crazy.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that shit makes a lot of sense, man. Like. The fact that Punk is now in WWE, the, the options. And it's weird, too, because in AEW, he had all these dream matches that he never did. But right. in WWE, he has all these dream matches. <laughs> that like, are
2: actually going to happen. They're
1: going to happen. It's like,
2: what? I mean, Roman Reigns said the same thing. He says, listen, I might not be a fan of seeing Punk personally, but business-wise... If we can do business, and that's what the fans want, and we can do a good story, I'm down with it. I'm down because you know it. why. Roman Reigns is business. He's a businessman. WWE is full of businessmen. People out there say, "Oh, Seth Rollins said this." Rollins is playing you, people. Don't you get yes, it? Yes, he
1: is. He's playing he is. you. All this they're stuff. They're actually he's really good friends.
2: He, all this stuff that you're that he's saying, he's playing the, the angle. He's saying stuff at live events because they're going to use all this stuff and it's going to they're going to play it. That's why he said it. Punk says, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money."
1: Best part of that promo.
2: So, and guess where and guess where he got that from? That was a Scott Hall quote. And I'm going to tell you where it came from. Scott Hall said in an interview. He says, "You know, you went to Chief J Strong, Chief uh, Jay Strong bro once said it was. He says, "In this business, you can make friends or you can make money." And Scott says, "You know what? I've already got some friends. Uh, I like the money." So Pawn says, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make
1: make friends. I'm here to make money. Right. Not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at all. Nope. That was a great promo. Speaking of which, that that promo has actually split a lot of people, too. Because a lot of people are like, this is what he said in AEW. I think this is different. I think this promo...
2: but this promo, see, this is what people thought. I mean, cut you off, but this is what people thought. People thought that Punk was gonna come out there and blister AEW.
1: Exactly,
2: and he didn't do that. And I'm glad he didn't do it because it would have been a situation where people were like, "Oh, another AEW guy coming over to WWE and talking shit about WWE or talking shit about AEW." It was, it
1: was, it was a different take. It was, a, and that for me, that promo was different than what he did in AEW. Yeah, there were kind of the same sentiments and words, but. To me, what I saw out of Punk in that in that promo was him acknowledging that he actually left WWE on bad terms. He acknowledged it, he's ready to move on. Um and then he set up shit. Right. He's he set up business for himself. Yep. Right? Saying that there's people in the company that saying they're the best in the world. Well, he's hit or challenged that. Right. Like he is a, he is the ultimate monkey wrench in everybody's plans because let's be honest, people may have gotten comfortable and this was the wake up call that they needed. Right. People are going to be on their A game. And also I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Let's do business. And then on top of that, you got, so that, I mean, WWE is just...
2: I, I just, I can't deny it. WWE is just doing so much good shit right now. You got. They are. You got, right? Na, you, are. You got Nakamura attacking Cody. Loved it. You got Seth Rollins, You got Drew McIntyre out there attacking Seth Rollins. Drew bust McIntyre. Busting himself open re- the hard way. <laughs> hard way bust open. You got Drew McIntyre basically re, just a new Drew McIntyre. Heel yep. Drew McIntyre. Yep. You got J, J uh Uso out there doing his thing. One of the top baby faces they got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And look at where Jay was last year, look at where he is, you know, this year at just time. Last year he was tag teaming and all that. You know, this year he's doing his thing. On his own. Yep. Got a world title match on Raw next week. Um,
1: yeah. So that that shot that they did uh at Survivor Series when he was on the cage, I was like, yeah. that that shit is crazy. Because yeah. he got on top of the cage and he was doing the I was like, yeah. Oh, that shit is crazy. Right. Pe- people love Jay So...
2: No, they do. And you know it's funny because he did an autograph signing a few weeks ago and he thought that nobody was gonna show up. Yeah. He actually, he actually thought this nobody was gonna show up. And he says, Man, he's like, I really love y'all, man. Y'all y'all actually came out for me. Y'all he, cause he this is the first one he did without his brother. Yeah. And he thought he for some reason he thought nobody was gonna show up. Man, so, dude, they're gonna, show up. They're gonna they, show up. They, you got it. You. Yeah, they're gonna show up for you, and they're still gonna show up for your brother. Yeah, You still like your brother. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. I saw him on a house show, right? And they, they, uh, Jay was going to the back, and Jimmy was coming out, and they all mad dogging each other. And so I'm like, y'all, y-
1: y'all want to laugh? Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> y'all want to laugh? I like, can't believe this shit. <laughs> yeah, they showed
2: this? they showed a picture um, on, on, on Thanksgiving of. of with, with Jay and uh, with Jay and Rikishi at Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Where, where is Solo and Jimmy? You know they're there somewhere.
1: You know they're there. Yep. <laughs> you know they're there. Yep. Yeah, man. Good shit. Good shit.
2: And Triple H actually was voted by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Oh,
1: I saw that. I, I thought that. He
2: was actually voted Booker and Promoter of the Year. I saw that. And people I was, lost their shit. <laughs> it's like how you get this this can how you can deny it. The Wrestling Observer,
1: the readers voted that. I mean, but but look at the year that he's actually had. Right. Look at the year that he's had. He's had he's he's put out some bangers, man. I don't people- know. I don't know. I don't know how much of this year he actually controlled, but let's just say he was here since January. He's put out some bangers. Like starting with Royal Rumble. If if he was in if he was in charge at Royal Rumble, we got we got we got the turn of Sami Zayn. Then we got Sami Zayn versus Roman, right? Those were arguably that's that's two of the best matches in the first quarter of that company. Then you set up SummerSlam. Then you set up survivor series, bro. He, he, he knocked a lot of shit out of the park. And by the way, he brought back the hottest free agent in the fucking game.
2: And by the way, okay. By the way, you got to give credit to some other people that's involved in this process as well. got to Oh, credit. most definitely. You got to give credit to Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, Who's who's a part of this process. Uh, you got to give credit to Michael Hayes, who's back there, part of this process. You got to give credit to uh, fucking Michael Cole. You know, all these different people that are, are doing these things that are making this work. It's a whole different. you like the comment. Even the commentary is different now. The commentary is is fresher now than what it had been previously. So there's a big change there. I, I just think that they there's not a lot of people walking around on egg shows anymore. At WWE, I think they're a lot more common. It's actually more of a family, right. a family You're, kind yeah. of environment
1: now. And I think there's a there's a common. certain sense of freedom, exactly. and you can see it in the product. Even by the way, uh, Michael Cole does his commentary now; he's yeah. a lot more free. Corey Graves is is stepping it up. Like I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm agreeing with you.
2: Yeah. Now, now, in saying this, you know, I'm not going to just completely bury. AW because AW's is on a lot of good shit too. AW's got, uh, listen, in, a, in the entire AW roster, Swerve Strickland is, is my favorite along with Prince Nana. And I mean,
1: Prince, Prince Down Nana has made himself a star.
2: You think WWE's not paying attention to a Prince Nana and a Swerve Strickland?
1: I, you know what? And so tonight on, uh, funny you mentioned that, on tonight's show, Swerve Strickland. And Jay White, they're in the main event. I, I left to come do this show, but I'm gonna go back and watch it. Yeah. The reason I didn't watch it is because the the last match that I saw before I left California was Swerve the Realist versus Jay White in New Japan. Right. And that's that's when that's when Swerve he debuted for uh New Japan Strong. And eventually, right after that, he went to AEW. Yeah, But the swerve that I saw that night is the swerve that I'm seeing now. But he was way more pissed off. And he just looked, he looked like he had a chip on his shoulder. I was like, this motherfucker's about to do some crazy shit, bro. Like, And he, I was right. He is out to prove that WWE made a massive mistake by letting him go. And I'm I'm thinking Triple H is seeing this, and he's agreeing with Swerve. We made a massive mistake letting this guy go. I need to get him back. But if you get him back,
2: Prince Nana has to part of it. that. But yeah, oh, yeah. he's a he's, he's part act, of that. He's action. part of the deal yeah. because this guy it's called the Nana the dance. Everybody does it. Tony Schiavone is a fan of the dance. Greg is a fan <laughs> yep. of the dance. You know what I mean? So, it, the guy has pretty much just made himself a star. He got a new contract and all that. Um, I honestly am making a prediction here. I think Swerve will probably be the first black AEW world champion. Uh,
1: I'm and I am agreeing. I thought it would be
2: powerhouse Hobbs. I don't think it's going to be Hobbs anymore. I think it's going to be Swerve.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Not taking it. Not knocking not, not powerhouse but i think it's going to be swerve i think swerve has a lot more upswing right now yeah i I think it's going to be swerve
1: the dude is just and you could tell he's a student of the game what what changed my whole perspective on, on swerve wasn't even this death match because it was it was there before then right but just the fact that he actually had the sense enough to bulk up yeah and and work on his body that spoke volumes because there's a different swerve than what it was a year ago right the guy's just operating on a totally different level and then the program with hangman turned everybody around and then you have the death match well not only can this guy work technical he can work high fly he can he can be strategic he's psychological and he's fucking brutal. And the thing the- about it, for Hangman
2: to put him over twice. Yeah. That shows you something. He put yeah. him over twice. And and we give a lot of, a lot of credit to, to Swerve, but Hangman was in that match too. Yeah. Takes two to Tango. Yep. And Hangman is a former world champion. Yep. Now, what I'd love to see with Heyman, and Adam Page moving forward, is I'd love to see the program that we didn't get the chance to see. Heyman versus Kenny Omega, and I want Heyman, yeah. to be, Heyman to be the heel. Yeah. We there was a lot of intrigue a couple years ago when they were tag team champions and they wrestled the Young Bucks. What was Heyman going to do? Because it looked like at one point I forgot what event it was, but it looked like he was about to do a buckshot lariat. And people thought that was, was going to happen, so I think this—it's time for Heyman to do a, a, a turn, a, a different attitude. Is what needs to happen. I and agree, I, and, I, and I love to see him feel with Omega. And I agree. The the biggest baby face, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but the biggest baby face in AEW is crazy. It is actually MJF. Isn't That's that
1: wild. Or? That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Because I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy is setting us up. <laughs> he said set, he's setting us up for some for some serious. He's about to be some serious heel shit going on, and he's maintained it. And I'm but like, he's not,
2: and it's not, and, and it's like he's not really changed anything.
1: No, he,
2: he's not. See, the thing about MJF that I think is very interesting as far as his character development goes is that he's not insulting your intelligence. No,
1: you, he's, he's letting, letting you he, know.
2: He says, "I am the devil." Yeah, I'm letting He's you not, know. I'm letting
1: you know. and know.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> the devil. Yeah. But I'm your devil. which yeah, Exactly. Is, which is, I like that because it's basically, it's like Song Cold Steve Austin in a sense. Yeah. Austin I, wasn't a, a, he was a baby face, but he never turned baby face. Right. You just started seeing him wrestle all the heels. Right. Same thing with MJF. And MJF is that star. And I, and I, I hope they don't change that because- the match that I want to see with MJF, it ain't got nothing to do with Adam Cole, is Christian Cage. Because
1: Man, listen.
2: Christian is a top <laughs> heel in this business.
1: <laughs> listen, listen, this guy is I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I have Christian in my top three of heels ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. The work this man has been doing is phenomenal. Can't touch. <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. He oh went God out God. there tonight and he cut, he cut some shit. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker is, he's amazing. He had, he had edge. He's like, man, let's do this for your mom. <laughs> I was like, yo. He's like, man, when your mom passed away. He's like, I just couldn't help but think that, you know, we should be doing this for her, lying the whole time. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> just, like, this dude is, he's operating, he's operating on God tier right now. <laughs> he's a, he's an old school heel. Yeah.
2: And and I, and I think he also is having something to prove. Yep. is what's going, it's what's going on. And I think that he's, uh, He's doing a good job. Not, I'm not really sold on Nick Wayne. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on that.
1: I so, and I know, I know the Luchasaurus name change was by lawsuit, so he had to change his name. Uh, and I, I think just that in itself is is throwing a, is throwing a wrench in that whole patriarchy thing that he's got going. But I do like. I do like that he, he took Nick Wayne under his under his wing. Because I, I do think Nick Wayne's a great wrestler, but I do think that psychology-wise, if he if he's hanging around Christian, then yeah, he's gonna get it.
2: I just don't think he's ready
1: for primetime TV. He may not be, but I think I think they're doing a good job of keeping him exposed, but not too exposed to where you see him, but He's not really that active, right? So as long as he's around Christian, he's getting the heat and he's getting to learn. See,
2: and the thing too, and you mentioned the the name change for uh, for Luchasaurus, which I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't never, either. I never liked the name Luchasaurus. I just I never liked it. I didn't kill switch at school. Uh, basically, it's Christian's old finisher, so mm-hmm. um, it, it works for me. And I really would hope at this point that lucha the former Lucha Source kill switch would actually start wrestling like a big man
1: he actually has been okay. he has been and yeah. I like that I like that from him yeah. even before they changed his name I, I I like that he he doesn't he doesn't do the lucha shit anymore he wrestles more like a traditional big man
2: and i and that's what he needs to do he, you need to really start wrestling if that's what he's doing that's great Wrestle more like like Taker.
1: Yeah, like, that's what he. That's like what he reminds me of. Honestly,
2: Kane, you know, Kane or or, or, yeah. or Sid Vicious or Kevin Nash. You know, you you beat a big man and you don't have to do all this other crazy shit because number right. one, it it, it your career, right? And you can do more stuff and it just looks more impressive. You being a big dude, you go in there and you do some shit. So,
1: and um, that's exactly how he's right. Re- like he does remind me a lot of Taker, especially yeah. when he moves around because Taker was big and quick. And he reminds me of Taker because he's big, he's quick, he's agile, and he looks devastating. Honestly, yeah. I actually, I actually like the way he's wrestling now.
2: Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. And I do believe that, that you know, I don't know if it's going to be a letdown for people or not, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that the Devil is going to be the the returning uh, Hollywood, as I call him, Hollywood
1: Jack Perry. I don't, I don't know. And the reason I'm saying I don't know is because they had a they had a run in with the Devil Crew tonight, and it just it didn't. I didn't get vibes that it was Jack Perry. I hope it is, but I didn't get vibes that it was. Him. So, do
2: you think the you know, and, and I'm just speculating here, but uh, so do you think the Adam Cole injury is a swerve?
1: Not anymore. I Not don't. Anymore. No, I don't. I would hope it wouldn't
2: smarter. be. I
1: would hope it wouldn't be. I I would hope it would be, too. And yeah. honestly, if it is, I hope that's the devil. It would be, because it's not MJF. MJF's
2: not the devil. No. But it's somebody, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just very interesting. Both, both companies are doing really good shit right now. And that's even yeah. better for wrestling. So, yeah. let's, let's, let's comment here real quick on uh, the NWA. So, the NWA actually did debut on the CW app. They have some episodes there. Not sure how much longer they're going to actually be on the app, but they did debut on the app. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their one of their biggest female stars, uh, Camille, mm-hmm. uh, very attractive blonde, uh, very good wrestler, was the yep. uh, women's champion there for over 800 days. Yep. Uh, she is officially leaving the company. She is not resigning with the NWA, and I, I hope saw that. that she lands in either WWE or most likely she's going to land in AEW.
1: Wow. I would like to see her land in the uh WWE honestly. I I'm in grants with that. I would like to see her. I she's built for big time.
2: Yeah. She she, she has is. the look and uh and it's funny cuz Nick Aldis is there and she yeah. was kind of Nick Aldis's uh valet there for a little while so that would be kind of interesting to see them on TV together and you know. And, and Nick Aldis eventually I want to see this guy get the fucking ring.
1: I thought they were going to go that way with Adam Pierce. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were gonna go that way. Uh, looks like they're not, but yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Yeah, I would love to see them do that.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it. I think it works. I. think I mean, it's just they're, they're both companies just doing a lot of good shit, man.
1: They are. They are. And then we got uh we got TNA on the yep. horizon.
2: Yep. Yep. So TNA. looks like
1: yeah. the Hard to Kill is gonna be the the first, first paper TNA B. show. Yep. For yep. Under the TNA banner, which is yep. which is good for the business. Very that one's in business. uh in Vegas at the Palms, I believe. I think so, yeah. Which I might actually try to get out there because that's around my daughter's birthday. I may try before she leaves. Cause she's leaving Vegas. Oh wow. <laughs> so try to get out there before she gets out of town. Right. So but yeah, man. All right man, final thoughts what you got?
2: Uh nothing man, just basically just we're going to just sit back and, and and watch everything. Just kind of watch what happens with CM Punk and, and WWE. See how this situation unfolds. Um see what's going on with with Star Wars. It's a lot of interesting entertainment going on right now. And um we'll see what happens in
1: 2024. Most definitely. It's uh it's a it's a good outlook. Yeah. It's a good outlook with a lot of possibilities, so right. I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to see where they go, um, and where they land. It's gonna be a really interesting build to WrestleMania 40.
2: Oh yeah, really I, interesting. I, I wasn't looking forward to WrestleMania 40 to be honest. With you.
1: Me neither. But now, Me
2: neither. I, now I'm kind of looking forward. now. Now yeah. I'm looking forward to the Rumble. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing what's going on.
1: Cody I- already declared, and I I know that's gonna yeah. be. That's and and, and I was long.
2: thinking something else, too, another story that could be told. So, if, in fact, Cody is the last person at the Rumble, is he really the last one, or is it Randy Orton? And what if they do where both of these two dudes are the last ones, and they both go out?
1: So, it's funny you bring that up. So, earlier today on, on Busted Open, Bully Ray presented a, a scenario He said, What if the last three people in this match were Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, and CM Punk? How does that play out? How does that play out?
2: It wouldn't play out.
1: You you couldn't you couldn't have those three be allowed.
2: No, that's that that would be overkill to do that. It wouldn't play out. So the, the the scenario honestly would be it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Master and apprentice. It would have to come down to Cody Cody and, and Randy and, and Randy, which would then lead to Randy, Cody, Roman, WrestleMania. If mm-hmm. you don't do Randy and Solo, which I right. think the upswing is Randy and Solo, personally.
1: I would agree with you there. You sold me on that one. I wasn't even thinking like that, but you you yeah. sold me on that one.
2: And it just makes perfect sense because if you're building Solo into a monster and building him into a, into a star, then you put him in here with Randy Orton, right? And Randy. And Randy Orton now you
1: good. have more. In, you have more incentive,
2: right? Going, and now, Randy, going and, and, and at this point, Randy can make people at this point. Randy doesn't have right. anything to, to lose at this point, right? You know, the thing about it was, that, and, and people. But, you know, when you listen to the No Game's podcast, especially when you listen to me talk, you can get a history lesson. us. You know, back in the day, WCW, Hogan was always wondering how does Hall, how do Hall and Nash stay over even when they lose? It's because we're the hottest thing in the business. We don't, it doesn't matter if we lose or not. You right. know what I'm saying? Because we right. go out there and lose and then come back and say we didn't lose. That's just how it goes. That's yeah. why Hogan Hogan was like, Okay, I'll put Piper over at Star K ninety six in Nashville. Because it's not gonna hurt me. Because I'm just gonna go out there and deny it and, and, and it worked. And he that's when Scott was like he was like Hogan was so happy because he was doing a job. You know, because <laughs> you know Yeah. So even even saying that, even if Randy lost to Solo at Mania, or if Solo loses to Randy at Mania, doesn't matter, both guys were good. Because yep. solo you got in the ring you hung with Randy Orton. So that's why that's what I, that's what I think is gonna end up happening. So we'll we'll see. But I think we'll that's see. I think that is where they're going to go.
1: Yeah. And it's it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be a very, very interesting time. Oh yeah. <laughs> very oh, yeah. interesting. Damn, no wonder those tickets were high. They had the shit planned out. I don't believe that part, but, <laughs> but it was such a
2: go there for a minute, you know, what Randy it was, you didn't it know. was. It didn't was. know. So, and Randy, uh, this is very interesting. Then you, then you have to also look at uh, what they're doing with Gunther as well. You know, what? Oh yo,
1: my God. You, you know? still got that.
2: <laughs> so that, that the Miz is a baby face again. Yep. You know, Gee, and people are actually, yo. people are actually behind the Miz. Yep. So you got a lot of different things. on here. Rumbles oh. the
1: next pay per view, right?
2: Correct. God, and then, and then you got the, you feel. got the you got the push going on right now with Santos
1: Escobar. That 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 may be an underdog right there. Yep. That really, cause, Bobby Lashley.
2: Yep. Street profits. You could you probably gonna bring back Brock Lesnar at some point. Yep. Got a lot of shit. Jay Cargill. Is going to eventually debut. You looks like we looks like we're, we're, looks damage like we're getting damage control uh, going to turn on Bailey. They're
1: strong. Yep, they're strong. Looks like we're we're getting uh, Becky and, and Charlotte back together, which yep. I think is going to implode, and then they're going to have a match at some point.
2: I I I think we're going to see them come together actually with Bailey against Damage Control. Hmm. Ah. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I think that's where we're going. The reunion of three of the horsewomen against damage control. Because damage control is about to be a whole different faction now.
1: Yep. As you got
2: Asuka involved and and Asuka and EO and and Dakota and Kairi Sane, that's your damage control now. What if
1: if this is leading back to a Sasha Banks return?
2: It it could happen, but I don't know. I don't know. But it, it very well could happen. Cause I and I so I I believe as well too. I'm just you know Mercedes. I think Mercedes is probably going to end up being in that Star Wars Dave Filoni movie.
1: Oh, most definitely.
2: Yeah, she was part of the, of the Mandalorian show. Yeah, most definitely. Which I I think she'll be a part of that too. Cause I, I saw her, her. They have her. Uh, her. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Coda Reeves. I think that's her name. Yeah. Something like that. They they have her action figure. Star hmm. Wars.
1: Yeah. So,
2: I don't know, man. We got a lot of possibilities what what's, what's yeah. going to happen here. Yeah, a
1: lot can play out. Yep. <laughs> a lot can play out. I like it. I like it, man. What else you got?
2: Uh, that was pretty much it other than uh, Tony Khan can't comment on CM Punk's return. And John Moxley said, you don't want to know what I think. And uh, Ryback apparently is not going to retire, even though he said he was going to retire.
1: You lied to us, Ryback. Yep. You're supposed to retire. Yep. Reneging on stuff. Yeah, so I,
2: <laughs> I, I said AEW. No, you didn't.
1: No, you didn't. You knew what you meant. You knew what you meant. If he returns tomorrow, then I'm gonna retire. He returned. <laughs> right. I've been to AEW. Man, get out of here with that shit.
2: And I think I think we'll 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 close on this right here. Um, and, and it was just you know basically told that. Uh, Tammy Sitch, the the former Sonny, uh, was sentenced to 17 years in uh, state prison for DUI uh, manslaughter, Uh, and the judge was not very lenient on Ms. Sitch, Uh, basically threw the book at her, and... You do right, super more... do do super things. You you win super prizes. Pretty exactly. much is what, is what it is. So exactly. I got I got no sympathy for her at all, uh, and and that's basically because of just the type of person that I heard that she is, and just some of the shit that I that I saw online that she that she said about certain group of people. i mm. will leave it at that. So I have no sympathy for the bitch. <laughs>
1: Me neither. Me neither. Yep. So, so enjoy your 17 years. Get sober. Yep. And and see us when you're sober. But yep. yeah, man. Uh December 9th, not to not to forget, December 9th, Mission Pro Wrestling, Silver Bells 3 is heading out uh back to San Antonio. Uh, yep. I'll be I'll be coming down for that one. Uh shout out to everybody that is gonna be performing on that night. Um shout out to Izzy Moreno, man. I was I was following some shit that she did. She just got her blue belt and uh Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So oh wow, okay. Yeah. So and she incorporates a lot of that into her, her style too. So another shout out to her for that. Yep. On the
2: horizon. Her Maya yep. World, Missy Marks. Um a lot of them, man. They're, they're they they got
1: some bangers on this card already. <laughs> yeah. Just, they got some bangers.
2: They're, they're, they're doing their, their shit. So, you know, shout out to, shout out to Metro Wrestling, shout out to Metropolis Wrestling, Wrestling, uh, the Dog Pound Wrestling here in San Antonio, uh, you know, just you know, Star Wars cosplay of San Antonio, Star Wars Association, <laughs> San Antonio, um, you know, 501st Legion of, of you know, Garrison here in San Antonio, all that. Uh, shout out to my man Darth Vader, and uh, Anakin Skywalker, and, and Luke Skywalker, and uh, <laughs> and, uh all the Skywalker's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Mark. I'm a Mark. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look at me. I'm, I'm wearing an NWO jacket. I got the Galactic Empire behind me. I got fucking belts over there. You know, it's just you know, I got Darth Vader somewhere back man. here. It, it happens. You know exactly. It you happens. Know. The cream of the crop. <laughs>
1: Always rises to the top. Yeah. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> but other than that, brother, I just want to let anybody out there know, uh, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. All right. Remember, uh, keep your dogs indoors. It's getting cold, people.
1: Out here. Yes. It it, you
2: know what I'm saying? So let's, you know, let's respect them, you know, uh, keep your dogs indoors and uh, respect them and they'll respect you in public. If you will. If you will. But other than that, I ain't got nothing else, brother It, it is what it is And a little booper here, a little side note um, So here's the thing That y'all don't know We actually recorded a show last week <laughs> We and, did Uh we didn't use it Because me and Black here We got to a, kind of an argument On, on the show and, and we just thought that, yeah, we don't want to use that Because we got to a big debate I mean, we got to a fucking was It was a spirit debate It was on, a it was, debate. It was spirit debate about Marvel about uh marvel star wars all this shit right that it's like it's like that bat batwoman movie you're never gonna hear it you're never gonna see it (laughs)
1: facts
2: (laughs) other than that continue to support the dfpn Yes. Check us out on Patreon, join up on Patreon, $3 people, 1, two, 3, dollars $3. check us out for a month, if you don't like the content, tell us why, and, and you know, we're always looking for feedback and improvement, don't forget to check us out on YouTube as well, the DFPN official YouTube channel is where we post clips and we post different uh, videos for different podcasts we have, we got the Patio with we got the USDN podcast, we got No Gimmicks, Smoke Pit, The Salute podcast, Real Food we got a lot of shit cracking. We got the Queens of Nerdom. Everybody doing their thing over here on DFPN. So don't forget yep. to support the DFPN, buy the merchandise, do the Patreon, uh, leave us reviews, and shows, give us that five star rating that we deserve because nobody is putting out content like the No Gamers Podcast, Yo, at all. No Gamers Podcast that matters. Exactly.
1: Now I have nothing else to say. Until then, <laughs> until next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy what the fuck you want to enjoy, and y'all have a good night. Peace. At the music. Oh, whoops. <laughs> and I know what's all been this all been
0: all been We give them no gimmick. Yeah. And I know what's all been this all been all been We give them no gimmick. Yeah. And I know what's all in this all in this all finish. We give them no gimmicks, gimmicks.